you know what that means. It's time for the light part two to bring you up to speed. This is a true story about a place out towards Oxford, Ohio that had a mysterious light of a ghost biker. It was featured on this mid-70s hit show In Search Of, which was hosted by Leonard Nimoy. Listen to Jeff and Ruben's tale of their experience at the light. So, for any of the listeners that caught part one, a couple things to throw in uh, just to kind of get people up to speed. If you haven't listened to that, you should go back and listen to it and understand that, first of all, Ruben and I told that story and didn't know it was being recorded. <laughs> and uh, we actually told this part of the story, too, but uh, by that late in the evening, um, there, you know, we were we were getting a little bit loose and uh, and uh, the, really? e- the editing was, was going to be I, a little bit too much. I did not so. hit the bleep button enough, quite the, honestly. So, you know, we're, we're uh, in a little calmer state. Today well, and we know that it's being recorded, so we'll, well, we'll and be a little bit more and friendly. with all due respect, we want to have respectful listeners as well as we want to be respectful talkers too. Sure, so. there you go. Yes, exactly. There you go. So, um, well, bring us up to speed on part two. Well, just just real quick on part one. So, if you if you listen to that, you know it. The culmination of that was, you know, for I'm going to say we we're probably all about 19 years old guys sitting yep, out at roughly. the light and totally freaked ourselves out and uh and so so that was my first uh my, that was my initial visit to the light and then it became kind of a kind of a regular little mid-80s. place we'd go yeah mid 80s you know mm-hmm. and uh you know usually you know get a 12 pack of beer or whatever and go out and sit out there and shoot the shit um Sorry about that. Shoot the manure. Shoot the manure. And uh, and so can't take him anywhere. You know you can't. You can't, man. But um, hey, we're real. All right, we're just real. You know, so just kind of for us, it just kind of for at least for me. And usually when I was out there, it was it wasn't like we were trying to find the light. We were just going out there to hang out. It was it was a place out in the out in the out in the country a little bit. Again. We weren't 21, and you had to be 21 to get beer in Indiana, and this was in across the border in Ohio, so we could get beer, and yep. so we'd go hang out. And, 18 uh, years old then. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Ruben and I and several other people were hanging out in Brookville, not much to do on a summer evening, and uh, yeah, I don't know, there was, I think it was all told, probably folks in three different cars. Seven. Well, seven people maybe seven people, total. Yeah. In three different cars, and hanging out, and somebody said, "Hey, let's go, let's go to light." So they're like, everybody's like, "Hey, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. Let's go to light, go to light." And uh, one of me decided to say, "Hey, Rube, let's uh, we'll, we'll we'll meet him up there later. Just uh, tell him, tell him you got to run to your house. We got to run to your house and uh, and right. take care of something, and then we'll meet him up there." So let me juts on that. The reason why we wanted to run by my house, or Jeff wanted to, is because I had a motorcycle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jeff, you want to continue? So we we busted Hump down to Ruben's house and uh, got his motorcycle, and he drove my car, mm-hmm. him and a fellow by the name of Rick, 
uh, were in my car, and um, I wrote. I followed them on Ruben's bike up to Oxford, beyond Oxford, and um, if you listen to the first podcast, there's a couple intersections in this long straight road that, but they were down in a dip. So we pulled up there and we taped up with duct tape all the marker lights on the on the bike. All the marker lights. The only thing you could see was the headlight, and uh, and so and, and the legend sent, was, and what people would see is the <clears throat> biker's headlight, right? And that was right. it. That right. was it. So Just the headlight would come headlight. down the road over the hills and then come at your car and then take off backwards or across the field, right? Or right over top, or right of over you. top, or, of you. right over top, of you. right. So I decided on this on this particular evening to be the light, <laughs> and uh, you know, so so I gave uh, I gave Ruben and Rick about a three minute head start and gave them explicit instructions because I knew there was going to be two other cars down there with uh, several other people in each. Explicit instructions to park themselves in such a position as nobody could run over me. <laughs> yeah, we we parked, turned around and. Parked ahead of them a little bit of the other two cars. Yeah, off well, the I'll side get to, I'll get to that in just a minute, buddy. <laughs> buddy, old pal. So, so I give them give them the head start, give them a few minutes, and uh, and I rev that bike up and I I start booking down this road, going over these humps, and I was probably at one point maybe pushing. I was probably pushing ninety miles an hour as I'm pushing into there. But as I'm going through, and you got to remember, this is a rural area, so there's cornfields on either side, a couple sections, there's woods on either side, and it's a good probably mile and a half run from where I started yeah. to get down there. And there's a lot of time to think in a mile and a half when you're <laughs> flying down a road on a motorcycle. To 11 o'clock at night. Trying to imitate a ghost and then starting to wonder if some old crazy fart isn't sitting alongside her going, I'm going to take care of this light. <laughs> yeah. No, right. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah, so you're right. so when, you're, when you're doing it, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm going down the road and this is in my mind. At, someone's you know, going to take part me way out. Down there. Yeah. Somebody's <laughs> going to take out the light. But anyway, as I cruise down there and I'm, and I'm, I'm cruising into this group of, of cars sitting at, the, at this end of this road, and uh, about a quarter mile, I cut the engine and just go coasting in there silent, coming in, coming in like 80 mile an hour. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing but a, yeah. So, so I, I suddenly realized, and, and I got, you know, high beam on right dead center of this car that's sitting straight in front of me. And this is Randy and Howard and two girls in yeah. the back seat. Susie and Tant. Yeah. There's a couple other women. Yeah. A couple, couple girls in the back seat and they'll remember who they are. But, oh yeah. And as I'm seeing that, but then as I pass my car, it's nowhere close to be in front of these cars to protect me. <laughs> Not even close. Like a, like a couple hundred feet. Oh, my God. It's like, it, it's like, you know. So, but man, oh, man, is a time when you didn't have all these cameras and stuff. And unfortunately, I'm the only guy in the world that has this recorded <laughs> so vividly as I come in there and, and this car with Randy and Howard and I see Randy with his head against the driver's window tilted with his mouth wide open and eyes wide open 
and Howard with half laughing, but he's still like this freaked out look. And all I could see was these two girls' heads bouncing all over the back, bouncing all screaming all over the back of his car. Oh my god! So just as I approach, I, I bump started it and. Let out a scream and rev the car. And he goes by bike. us. We jump out of the car and start running after him, yeah. right? So we see the guys and they're just in the car, ah, freaking out. And it so, ha- so happened there was another car, some people from Liberty. Yeah, they, they were from, from Liberty? Liberty. Yeah. Sitting alongside there. Scared and the once crap they, out of them. Oh, yeah. But once they realized what was going on, they thought that was the greatest thing they in the world. Did. They said, that oh is freaking gosh. But one, uh, one of the girls peed all over. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, and you know, it, it, it's funny because when we run out, and Jeff's up here in front of the car, right? We're rubbing his motor and stuff, and we can see the headlight in there, and they're just clawing at each other. <laughs> and then talking to that car from Liberty afterward, I'll never forget. They're like, "Dude, you understand? It scared the crap out of us." But it's like awesome. It was great. It was the greatest thing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But we think about now. You're right. Somebody could have killed us or killed oh, you, oh, yeah. Jeff. Just yeah. him. Just Jeff. You guys have been fine in the car. Oh yeah, like I said, you know, it's 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 uh, it's probably you know, it's like guys that that uh, uh, skydive. That yeah. first time they jumped out, they're oh, probably yeah. thinking all the thing bad things that are going to happen, and that's yeah. what I was kind of thinking going down the road. Is that, man, there's a lot of bad things that could happen. You know, and sometime down the, the road we get on down this. Uh, my Even wife had a bad experience yeah. at the light, and uh, sometime maybe we'll have a, another light with a lady's view of what happened out there. Yeah. She uh, she got attacked, and it was not good. So by yeah. the light, by the light, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, once again, there it is, part two of The Light, starring Jeff and Ruben, and Ruben's motorcycle that Jeff was riding. Pretty cool stuff, except if you were in the car, especially if you were the girls in the back of the car. Oh, those were the good old days. Oh, once again, thank you for joining us on Cross the Line 1524. For Ruben Hunt, Jeff Montag, and Dwayne Bischoff, I'm Alan Stanger. Stay safe. Look out for the light.